Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Peter Mansfield, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. But he has promised to sustain you. If you wanna 
is the time to give your best to the Lord. Now is the time to go all out. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. Ooh, this is the best chance you yourself and give everything not holding back not staying not a blessing to be together again why don't you put your hands together for Jesus for the great work that he has done amen wow. let us pray father thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence speak to us in a way that will understand that us leave this place transformed to your glory and your glory alone. Holy Spirit, do a mighty work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Wonderful, you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow, well, it's exciting to come your way um, this way for the very first time in 2021. 
it's a good place to say that God has been good. And we are blessed to be around. We are blessed to still be pressing on and be alive and be pressing on. And uh, I believe that the God who has seen us through to this far will see us through. Amen. The Lord will cover us. He will protect us. He will deliver us from harm's way. He will heal us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I think it's a good time to say Happy New Year to you all. <laughs> yeah, those of you I say Happy Birthday also, I receive it. And I think it's also a good place to say thank you to you all who um, honored me during my birthday. Those of you who gave an offering, God bless you. May God replace, may he add, may he multiply your seed soon into a bountiful harvest. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Those of you also who did not give anything, may God give you so you have an opportunity to give. Amen. Great. So for a short time, we'll just do a little discussion to set us, to set the ball rolling so that we know what we should do and how we should do it. Amen. So Matthew chapter 10 is the piece of scripture you want to turn your Bibles to. And I'm reading from verse number 16. By now you should know this scripture. It says, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen. Verse 17. It's good to read 17. Put 16 in perspective. It says, Be, But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the council, and they will scourge you in their synagogues, verse 18, and ye shall be brought before the governor and the kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. Amen. So here, Jesus sets the ball rolling. So he goes on to tell us when you are delivered, what you are supposed to do and what will happen and so on. But the few verses after 16 puts everything in perspective. Jesus says that, I am sending you, and the you here is you and I. It's not some Jews in China he's talking about. He's talking about you and I. And he says, he's sending us as sheep, because we call ourselves sheep. Is that not so? So we are the sheep here. But he's sending us not as sheep in the midst of sheep. Because sheep in the midst of sheep is safe. But sheep in the midst of wolves is not a simple thing at all because the relationship between sheep and wolves is the relationship that you have between predator and prey. And then the sheep being the prey and the wolf being the predator. So Paul said that, I know that at my departure, venomous wolves will come into the midst of the sheep and they will destroy many. So he said, when the wolves come into, into the sheep, what they do is to destroy the sheep. Jesus said, John chapter 10, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Then he talks about the highland. He says, the highland seeth the wolf coming. And he himself, he runs away. <laughs> Even the highland, he's afraid of the wolf. Do you get it? Uh-huh. And he, instead of protecting the sheep, he runs away from the sheep. He sees that, look, it's not only the sheep that are in danger, he's also in danger. So Jesus said, I am, this is the situation. It is what it is. I wish I was sending you as sheep among sheep. It's when we get to heaven, we'll be sheep among sheep in the presence of God. But once you are in this world, you are going to be sheep amongst wolves. Okay? So, and, and then Back, back, go back to Matthew. Do you see? And because you are sheep amongst wolves, you will have to operate in a certain way so that you are not eaten up by the wolves. So it says, it says, I send you be kept, I send you as sheep amongst wolves. Sixteen, okay. Now then, he tells us the wolves he's talking about. Seventeen. He says, beware of men. So, the wolves he's talking about, they come as men. Not the male species of human beings, but human beings. Homo sapiens. Do you see? That, that's, that's how they come. It's not like 
some wolves are going to come from Kenya to come and attack us. No, 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 no. Human, he said, be careful of men. Because what would they do? They will betray you. They will deliver you up to the council. You are working with them, no? Then they deliver you to be destroyed. You will be shocked. No, you will be shocked. They work. That's what, in, 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 in the Western countries, they always say, don't speak in a language other people don't understand. We are all sitting in the train with you. Then you start half ta ha ha ha. The next thing we hear is, it's like you are saying ta 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 ta. The next thing we hear is, poa. <laughs> so be careful. Then suddenly, they will deliver you. And then when they deliver, you will be scorched, which means you will be beaten. Danger, harm will happen to you. So Jesus' wisdom that he was prescribing for us or his way that he was prescribing for us to survive in the midst of these wolves do you get it is that we should be wise as serpents okay and harmless as doves the word wise in this scripture is the word phronemos let me just show you quickly phronemos wise strongs it says is, is from the word phronimos, P-H-R-O-N-I-M-O-S. Write it down if you're at home. Stop looking at me. Write it down. Okay. What does it mean? <laughs> Write it down, please. It means to be intelligent. No, let me. It means it indicates intelligence and mental acquirement. In a bad sense, it means conceit. Somebody who is smart. So it says, be smart like the serpent. Be intelligent. Then it says, practical wisdom. Or be pragmatic. Do you get it? So Jesus is saying that the wisdom that we need to survive is practical wisdom. Not wisdom that is moving in the air. I have seen people who have been prescribed to be wise, but their wisdom is not practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will write quotes. This, that, this quote, that quote, this quote. When you read, say, wow, what a saying. Like, I mean, you know some of the quotes. What are some of the quotes that have been written to you? Get rich or die trying. I mean, those are your quotes. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything to cause any, but you, they will write quotes but when it's time for them to get to the, you see they are not practical their ideas are all over the sky, it's almost like their ideas are only applicable in mass but on earth it's not applicable, some husbands are like that, their ideas are not applicable it's like it's, it's, like, it's high sounding but it's not practical, it's not even pragmatic do you understand pragmatic? Pragmatic means it's achievable, it's attainable, it's here, like it's practical. They are practical. Sometimes they give you the wisdom. When they release the wisdom, like the words are so, even the words alone confuse you. The words, the words that sum up the wisdom. Do you get it? Confu- I mean, a lot of these are politicians. When they talk, you, you see that what they are saying is no practical. You, you don't even understand. The day you understand, it's not practical at all. You have gone to buy vaccines that are expiring in April. One million of them. April is expiring. And when they expire, it's useless. You have gone to buy it. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. (laughs) So this year, may you apply practical wisdom. Stop adding things that are in the air. Add the one that is right in front of you. Practical step. Step one, step two, step three. Simple. Then he says, be harmless. I said that. I don't want to go into harmless today. Next week, God will go into harmless. So this is the wisdom that Jesus is prescribing to us to survive in this time of danger. Hallelujah. And in this book, what it means to be wise as a serpent, prophet analyzes 22 wisdom keys of the serpent 
which Jesus is telling us to apply. Do you get it? So I want to recommend this book to you. This book is a book that you must read the whole year. It's not something we read in January. As soon as Valentine's Day comes, we are done with it. Meanwhile, you don't have a beloved. Do you get it? It's not like something, it's something we'll read the whole year. Do you, do you get it? And I will suggest to you that take a chapter a week. The chapter is like two, three pages. Take a chapter a week, read it, meditate on it, and see how you can practically apply it in your life so that you will have practical wisdom, pragmatic wisdom, pram- pragmatic wisdom skills from a serpent to use. Hallelujah. So I recommend it if you don't have a copy of the book. It's just 50 rands. Order one and pay for it. If you are in Deban, order one with Lady Pastor um, Letu. 50 rands. Pay for it. We'll get it for you. If you are here in Peter Marisberg, order one with Lady Pastor Joel and pay for it. Practical wisdom. Don't come and say, Priest, I that green book that the bishop was throwing there. I like it very much. It's very, very, it's green. It's uh, yes. So please, I want to, please write my. Make it practical. Make it pragmatic. Put your 50 rands. And 50 rands is without shipping. We are taking care of shipping. This year I've decided to take care. For this book, I'm taking care of shipping for you. So pay for the book. I will ship it to you. Yeah. 50 rands. Hallelujah. Order one. Hey, I have the soft copy. Look at how small your phone is. Let's be practical. This year, let's be practical. Stop coming up with ideas that don't work. Look at how small your phone is. Huawei. Who are we? Look, I, I don't know how people are able to use that phone. When you touch it, it takes forever to open. By the time it opens to the next page, you would have even forgotten what you are reading. Sometimes I can't. I have one. I bought, people made a lot of noise, so I went to buy one. When I touch it, it's not coming on, then I leave it, then I go. Sometimes it's the reason why when you call me, I don't pick up. Those of you there, that's the reason why I don't pick up. Because when you call and I pick up, it doesn't pick. It takes forever. By the time it, it answers, I forgot, you have either hung up or are forgotten that you are calling. Yeah, by the time I say, answer, answer. It's answering all. By the time it answers, your airtime has finished. You have stopped calling. <laughs> so look at how small your phone is. iPhone 5, small like that. How many letters can, letters can appear on it? Then you want to read a book that is supposed to form your life from that because of 50 rands. Be pragmatic. Tell your neighbor, be pragmatic. If you are watching on Facebook, write on Facebook, brother, be pragmatic. Sister, be pragmatic. Be pragmatic. How much will you read? Look, the phone is for reading WhatsApp messages, text messages, short, short reading, but to read and seriously study the thing, the small thing. Oh, even half a page doesn't appear on it. So be pragmatic. Get a copy of the book. This year, Pastor Speedway, this year, practical ideas. So not ideas that it sounds very nice. It sounds, some of us, we are even moved by ideas that sound poetic. Do you get it? It sounds Shakespearean. It sounds like it's coming from a book. It, it, it sounds King Jamesic. Even new King Jamesic. So it's like, wow. Yeah, even some of you can be deceived when they give you the thing. Uh, 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 Macbeth, which is the one? To be or not to be? That is the question. The way it sounds, some of you even think it's in the Bible. It's from King James version of the Bible. Yeah, because it sounds, it sounds poetic. It sounds, you know, it has that je ne sais quoi about it. You know, like it must, it, it must have been said by a very wise man. So all wise men are from the Bible. So it must be from the Bible. Yeah, there is no art that defines a man's mind in the construction to find the, the mind's construction on the face. The way it sounds. Yeah. What verse is that? Democracy is government for the people, by the people, to the people. It sounds King James' sake. Abraham Lincoln. Yes. 
Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, practical. Well, what brought me to all these things? Reading your quiet time on the phone. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I'm going to take my time. If you don't get bored, I'm going to take my time and randomly go through some of the wisdom keys that are in the book. There are 22 of them. Do you get it? So if I say I'm going through all of them, one per service, we need 22 services. You see, it's not possible because 22 by that will be in October. You understand? So I'll go through some of them. But I want you to personally even read the book and allow God to speak to you. Meditate on, take decisions, practical decisions for your life. For God to speak to you. Amen. So today, I want to look at just one. Maybe I'll just introduce it. But once I introduce it, I'm not coming back to it. It's up to you. To, I just break the seal. And from there, the ball is in your court. Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, say a nice amen. amen. Oh, those of you at home. Aibo. Say a nice amen at home. Dear band brothers, say amen. Good. So I want, to, I want to talk about this one. It's from chapter 11. It's one of the wisdoms of serpents. It says, serpents or snakes are masters of frugality. Masters of frugality. Proverbs 18, 9. The Bible says, he also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. He also that is lazy, a lazy man and a waster, they are brothers. Hallelujah. Amen. They are the same, there's the same person you are talking about. Now, what does frugality mean? What is the meaning of the word frugality? This year, you guys should get a dictionary so that when we say, what does this mean, or booyah, you give it to us. Frugality, to be frugal, it means someone who is economical, or it means to be economical in use or expenditure. Prudently saving and sparing and not wasting. So when we say somebody is frugal, it means the person is economical in his use of things or expenditure. Okay? He's always trying to save something or spare something. Or he's making sure that he's not wasting anything. That's why the scripture tells us that. The scripture we are looking at right now. That's why it tells us that a lazy man who is which at, at his work, which is, some, which is somebody who is wasting the opportunity to work. He and a waster, somebody who wastes things, they are brothers. They are in the same WhatsApp group. If you go, you go into a group, you find a waster, you will find the lazy man. Hallelujah. So this year, one wisdom we must apply as a church and as individuals so that our lives can transform, so that we can move forward in our lives, is to be frugal. Hallelujah. Is to not waste things. To be economical in our spending. To be economical in our use of things. To learn to save and to spare things. Not to waste things. Hallelujah. If you are a student, your greatest resource is time. This year, you must learn not to waste it. If you waste it, you see, as a student, as time is passing, your life is going. It's go- and your time, when they say time is money, when you're a student, you don't understand. When you finish school and you start working, then you see that time is really money because it's time that is converted to money. So you'll be in school. Instead of working hard and finishing your university degree in three years, that is without honors. That is dishonest. Finish with dishonest. And then add one year so that you can finish with honest. You will end up a three-year program using five years to do it or four years to do it. Sometimes one module, you can use the whole year to do it. What it means is that it's one year of your life that you would have used to work to earn an income that you have spent extra in school. Hallelujah. So if you come, you get a job and they are paying you even 15000 That one year extra that you spent in school is 15000 times 12. Somebody do the maths for me. 15 by 12. That's what has been wasted. You have sat at your school and wasted 180,000 
runs. You see, so if you don't quantify it that way, you will be in school and you will just be wasting time. I mean, watching television, watching series. I mean, like you are writing thesis on the series. Watching cartoons. Like you write an exam on cartoons. Playing PlayStation 4. You play it as though you are trying to develop a software that helps the people. I mean, you work for Microsoft or for Sony. FIFA 21. You play it and when even you are asleep, you see your fingers are moving like that. Yeah. I mean, this Christmas, somebody bought me a birthday present, a golf, the FIFA type of the golf, PGA golf. Look, when I play one game, no, my mind is tired of the thing. I tell my children, it's okay, tomorrow I'll come back. I play just once, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. As soon as I finish 18 holes, Pastor Speedway, I say, you know that in my mind is tired. So even today is the day that I played 18 to the end that my, it's like I, I survive. By the time I finish 5, 6, my mind is tired. You see my score starts going over the bar. I mean, I hit the ball where it's not supposed to go. It will be good. But when I start, hole 1, hole 2, hole 3, pa, 1 under, birdie, like that, means concentration. By the time I get to hole 5, Boogie, double boogie, triple boogie, quadruple boogie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as I said, I wonder how they are able to. <laughs> the whole day, <laughs> you are wasting time that you can use to work. Hallelujah! So this year, let us not be wasters now. Why do we say snakes are masters of frugality? Snakes are masters of frugality because they don't waste anything. When it comes to food, snakes do not waste anything. Snakes eat by swallowing. They don't chew. So anything they want to eat, they swallow it. Now when they are going to... So when they... they let's say a snake, a small snake, it wants to eat a rat. It swallows the rat. It swallows the rat with the eyes, the nose, the teeth, the head, the tail the stomach, even the intestine, even the poopoo in the intestine, it will swallow all of it. Boom. It doesn't, let me remove this, let me remove that. No, 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 no. Yeah. These big snakes, anacondas and things that swallow big and if a snake swallows you, it will swallow you with your dress, your bag, everything that you are holding, your mobile phone is in your pocket. It will swallow the mobile phone and digest the mobile phone. Before long, you see that your phone is ringing, pinning and pinning and pinning and ping in the snake's stomach. It has swallowed it. Yeah. It won't waste anything. Many of us, when we eat, you say, oh, I don't like this. Then you put, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I only like this. You, we, we, we. But snake, it will eat a heavy. I said, even when it's swallowing the animal, the poopoo in the animal's intestines, it will swallow all of it. Everything. Every doesn't want to waste anything because it doesn't eat so many times. It doesn't eat so many times, so it wants to use everything at a go. That's why we say that snakes are masters. No time to waste. And that is one of the reasons why they are surviving. And wilder animals like lions, horses, giraffes, cheetahs, all the, they are dying. But snakes are around. And snake is the only animal which is the enemy of all the animals. You don't see a snake and a, a crocodile, they are playing. No, 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 no. No, you see, even the lion and the hyena fight, but you see them walking together because the hyena is following the lion. So that when the lion kills the prey, then they, he'll come and steal it. The hyena is like a pickpocket. Just come and pick it and run away. But you see them walking to the snake. They don't walk with anybody. They are enemies with human beings. They are enemies with animals. But they are still around. Because one of their secrets is frugality. Many of us don't learn to be frugal. We just waste things. We waste resources. We, ra- we waste opportunities. Opportunities that come before us. We waste them. We waste relationships. 
relationships. You have the opportunity to have a relationship with a good person. And a good person being perhaps even your parents. We waste it. Oh, this woman. Ah, oh, what am I doing with her? Even she's not on Instagram. How can I be friends with her? I mean, she, what, what's your IG address? She doesn't have IG address. So, how can she, I mean, she doesn't know current things and all these things. Waste it. You know, the, perhaps the greatest gift God has given to you are your parents. Are your parents. Sometimes even a relationship with your pastor. Yeah, with your pastor. I'm just, oh, spit it out. Oh, foolish tall guy. What am I doing with this tall guy? I just wasted through it away. Relationships. So I have a good marriage. Just spoil it. Oh, it doesn't mean it. One man who has divorced for many years, he told me, he told, another guy was trying to divorce. He told me, I told that guy, if you, if you knew what divorce is, you will not even be talking about it. That is because you don't know. That's why you can just knock her. I'll divorce her right now. She will see something. You wait, wait till what you will see. Yeah, wait till what you will see. Hallelujah. Why is the church so quiet? Why am I preaching too hard? Okay, let me preach soft. Let me preach soft. John chapter 6. John. I'm almost done. I have seven minutes. Then I start rounding up. John chapter 6. In John chapter 6, we look, we see Jesus practicing the same principle. Bible says, after these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is called the Sea of Tiberias. Next time we are in Israel, we'll go to this spot. Amen. Amen. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were deceased. And Jesus went up the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. And when Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw this great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? And, and, and he said unto, he said, and this he said to prove him. And for him, for he himself knew what he would do. Verse 7. And Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. And one disciple, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among many? And Jesus said, Make the man sit down. Now there was much grass in that place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he distributed to his disciples and his disciples and the disciples to them that were set down. And likewise the fishes, as many as they would. Amen. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing should be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets of fragments of five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Hallelujah. So this is the beautiful story of where Jesus multiplied five loaves of bread and two fishes. To feed 5,000 and over men, not counting the women. Hallelujah. But you will see from this scripture that after they had eaten, the Bible said they all ate what they could. They ate what they would. But after they had eaten, Jesus said to his disciples, let's gather up what, it's, what is left. Let's gather everything that is left. And when they gathered, they had 12 baskets full of bread to take home with them. Now, you would have thought that somebody who has multiplied five loaves of bread and two fishes for people to eat, why would he be concerned about what is left over? Because, I mean, all he needs is one piece and he will multiply it again. All he needs is one piece, then he will multiply again. But no, Jesus said, no, 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 no. Gather up what is left. We can't waste. He says, that none be wasted. We don't want to waste any that is around. That is the same, you know, Jesus was prescribing the wisdom of the serpent to us because he himself was deploying that same wisdom. 
He told his disciples, gather everything that is there. Don't let anything go to waste. Many of us, there's so much waste in our lives that we can't even see what we have. This year, if we are able to master the attitude of not wasting things, you will see immediately your life will move forward. Yeah, things are just wasted. You see all the lights in the house are on. You think it's Moses Mabida. This is our stadium. What is it called? In Dombele. Harigwala. You think it's Harigwala Stadium where um, Marisbeck boys are playing. Yeah. All the light. Eh, light for the toilet, light for the um, room, the other room, the bathroom, the fridge, the light in the fridge. We have opened it so that the light, some comes into the house. Everywhere. Yeah, to add to the light so that it's stronger, a lesser light and a greater light. Turn on the stove so that the flame gives an everywhere, as though you are blind. As though you can't see. Yeah. I mean, as though you can't see. You're, you have turned on all the lights in the house. In the day. And you have turned on your phone light as well. To see, you, you, when we are saying you are using it to see smaller things. Micro, microscopic light. So you are looking for microorganisms and gems and coronaviruses. Yeah. And the worst of it, you are not at home. This year, may you be a master, master of frugality. Look, I'm being tempted to preach this next week. Master of frugality. Now, remember, I'm not saying be frugal. Because some of us are frugal at times when it suits us. I'm not saying, I'm saying become a master. When somebody is a master of something, it means the person is well skilled in it, is developed in it, is strong in it. Hallelujah. I mean, if you take footballers, not all footballers are masters of the game. Do you get it? I mean, if you take Lungani, he used to be a goalkeeper for the UKZ10 girls team. Hey, rest, rest team. UKZ10 rest. Rest him. I don't know why it's, well, it's a slip of tongue. But the UKZ and rest. Which rest? Denison. Uh-huh. Do you see? Denison is also girls and boys. Ah, okay. Yeah. So when they selected, the boys were finished, then they <laughs> put to Ampersi as a good keeper. <laughs> uh, uh, I miss you too. Do you get it? But you and I can see that he's not a master at goalkeeping. Do you see? I mean, if he was a master at goalkeeping, by now, if nothing at all, he would be a goalkeeper for Marisbeck United. So, he's a goalkeeper, all right. I'm sure he was good. Sometimes when we play tennis, I see the way he's agile and he dives around. I'm sure he was a good goalkeeper, at least in the whole of Denison in his time. There was none better than him. On, amongst his peers. Do you, do you get I said the boys were finished, so, I mean, if you are in a school and they are forming a soccer team, they, they, they need 11 players, and you are 11 guys. <laughs> I mean, you will get a chance, but he, 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 I think he's a good goalkeeper, but he's not a master, because if he was a master, by now, he will be playing for Kaiser Chiefs. Or you let's not ask for too much. Marisbeck. Or he will, if he's not even their regular goalkeeper, he will be training with them. Do you see? He'll be training with them. Do you see? Reserve goalkeeper or even something close. <laughs> Do you get it? But you see, some goalkeepers are masters. Do you, do you get must maybe like 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 Allison? Oh no, no. I mean, let's try another example for today. Like not Allison. Let's try another one. You get their master. Go- Where are, who are the master goalkeepers in the league? Deher. No, 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 not Deher. Please. Edison. Uh-huh. Edison. Master goalkeepers. So this year, be a master at this thing we call frugality. I won't, if you are a student, don't waste time. Don't come in. Your parents have to beg you to do your own homework. I mean, how? 
is your life going to? Why? Are you, Bible, the first scripture we're 1890, Proverbs 18, I said, a lazy man, a man who is slothful at his work, and a waster, they are brothers. Like the way I have Kobe and Kafui, then you have them, they are also brothers. So this year, become a master of that. Nothing in my life, I will not waste anything. And, and, and it will advance us in everything we do. You see people, you go to a place. Every day you are making lunch, you are buying lunch at work. Meanwhile, your salary, how much it is, is it? You are buying lunch. Meanwhile, you could have taken yesterday's leftover. The guy who's eating yesterday's leftover, he has a house. He's driving a car you can't afford. You see, you are catching lift to come to work. Yet, at lunchtime, you want to go to Pedro's or McDonald's to go and buy lunch. Meanwhile, yesterday's food, some was left. You just pack a little chicken, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You put it together and there you go. And you add water to it. And you go. When you go, you believe God, you prove that water, you turn water into one. You drink it. Yeah. You drink it. The juice is inside the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drink it. You drink it. Then you come home. You see, you see every day you save a hundred rands. Every day you, you will save a hundred rands. Yeah, but we are just it's like there. Yeah, we want to be because everybody at your workplace, when it's nighttime, they all just take a walk to uh, uh, the cafeteria, buy this, buy that. So it's like you also follow, then you also buy. Then, then you end up buying sandwiches you don't even enjoy. Yeah, it's made for white people. And you know that you and I, Amakwenya, chips and poloni, that's what works. But they don't sell some there. So you are busy eating sandwiches that you don't enjoy. But when you are eating, you, you put a smile on your face. And all your money is going. They'll give you cucumber. They'll give you some, even coriander, some, some, some leaves and, and vegetables that you don't even know their names. Yeah. On your birthday, when they are making food for you, don't ask for those things. So you go, they are eating sushi. Then you also come, you say you want to eat fish that is not cooked. You are eating it for lunch every day, twice a week. Twice a week, pressure from your colleagues. Meanwhile, the, the people you are moving with, they are two levels above you in their income. Two levels. Which, two levels is like 12,000, 15,000 above you. We are eating what? Masala. Then you add wasabi. Then when you don't know the wasabi, so when you put it in your mouth and it goes through your head, you say you are getting, you are going crazy. (laughs) That wasabi thing is crazy. Look, I think it has the same effect as steaming, I'm telling you. When you eat one wasabi to go everywhere, wherever the virus is, it will take it out. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this year, look, you are not at boat level. Take your taxi like that. But to fit in, you are taking boat all over the place. Boat here, boat there, boat here. When we ask you, boat is cheaper than Uber. Yes, boat is cheaper than Uber, but you are still at taxi level. Take taxi. Eh, please, me, I don't want to walk to the street. And you say, Bishop, because of where I live, I have to walk about 200 meters to get to the main road where the taxi stops. I want something that will take me to my house. That 200 meters to your house, in and out, 400 meters, that alone has added an extra daily bill of 40 rands to your life. Yeah, 40 rands. Some husbands, when they go for grocery shopping, they buy things that cannot be used in the house. Things that practical, things that we cannot use in the house. They've gone to buy, they've come. Buy, uh, what are some of those exotic things that they buy? Please, my wife, help me. I beg you. The first time I'm preaching, 2000. Uh, blue cheese. Ah, one day. I, <laughs> blue cheese. One, one, one day I was going out there. Some people who live in my house, they told me, um, if I say it like that, it will be, uh, they told me, ne? That I should buy cheese. Then they mention some cheese. I look at them and say, me, <laughs> me myself, I don't eat that cheese. Hey, when I eat it, I don't know that that is it. 
Do you get it? So, I, I, like, I'm going to the shop that I said, give me Gouda cheese. Or, which is the other one? Yeah, cheddar is the common one we all, black people, eat. Mozzarella. The only time mozzarella goes is when it is in the, on the pizza. I didn't know that it's there already. Then I start eating it. It's not like I don't like it all. But I won't go out of my way and I buy mozzarella. And then I just continue my work. I said you are a me. <laughs> No, 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 no. Later, I can I saw in my free different types of cheese, blue cheese, cheddar cheese, gounder cheese, cheddar cheese. I just look at it, look at it, look at something. Look at YouTube, YouTube fridge. YouTube fridge. Yeah. Sometimes you see a husband, he has gone to buy things. The wife cannot use it for food. Meanwhile, there's no maize meal in the household. No maize meal in the house. No meat in the house. Nothing to make just ordinary food that will last longer. You have got to buy exo- things that you have seen on television. You see Jamie Oliver cooking the thing. Then you go and buy it. Who told you that when you cook it, it will come out like the way Jamie Oliver... <laughs> Look, this about a week ago, I was watching TV. I think my wife was watching something. Then Jamie Oliver came. And I, I said, today I'm going to watch and see what he's doing. So I watched. He would do this, do this. At a point, the things were so many, I'd even forgotten where he started from. I said, this is what happens to many of the people. They see Jamie Oliver, he would do it, it will come out. If he does it and he gets poor, they delete it, then they do it again. Yeah, if he does it and the thing doesn't work, they delete it, they do it. You may have to do it 17 times before it works. Is your income ready to do it 17 times? This year, may these things. So let me give you three keys. I wanted to give you seven keys to fight waste in your life. But because of time, three quickly. Number one, block every waste in your life. Block it. Block it. Shut the mouth of the devourer. Malachi 3 in your life. Shut it. One of the ways to increase what you have is to, is to prevent what you lose. If you look, if we stop losing some things immediately, what we have will look plenty. The reason why what we have doesn't do anything because we lose as soon as the money enters into your account. Faustini takes some, um, Jet will also take some, Mr. Price will take a lot, Pep will take a lot, Akam, they will just be taking the thing. Even underwear, they are charging you for underwear monthly. How big is it? That you can't buy it once. How big is it? How big is it? Extra large? Super large? Because today's underwear, they have even made it small. There's no difference between an underwear and a shoelace. They are all the same size. So you are paying monthly. And you have taken it on an account. A red one. Because Valentine's Day is coming. A red one for Valentine. Red hot Valentine. I miss myself preaching here. My God, my God. Yeah. For Valentine. So you are going to take it on a six-month, six-month account. I, I mean, how much? Ten rands a month. Ah. You are going to buy with, with, with on a head that cannot calculate do calculus. You are going to put this with which you have not finished paying every day. When you see the lady from the saloon in church, and the lady is in church, and you are also in church, anytime you see her coming to you, you start speaking in tongues. Then she doesn't want to ask you because it's like she's disturbing the spirit. As soon as she passes, you say, Oh, thank God, thank God. When she turns around, she thinks you are thanking God for the prayer. Yeah, with. That, I mean, hey, you, are, you have only paid for this side. This side, you have not paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. This is why many of us cannot give offerings. Because by the time you, your money comes, people, devourers have taken all of it. Where is the devourer? Oh, please take me to the devourer. You have been born again for some time. You know all these verses. There are no new verses I'm using. Malachi chapter 3. Go to like 10 that side where it says, and I will block the mouth of the devourer for your sake. And I will rebuke the devourer 
for your sake. This devourer is like the waster, the spoiler. You see, in front of our cars, they put something that they call it the spoiler. What it means is that when you hit something, its job is to spoil the thing you hit so that the damage doesn't come to you. So God was telling the children of Israel, one of the things I will do for you when you pay your tithe is that I will stop the spoiler, the one who destroys what you have, I will stop him in your life. This year, may you stop the devourer in your life. Yeah. I mean, your, your, many of us, our income doesn't have to increase for us to have more, necessarily. If you can stop the waste, waste on electricity, waste on food. Sometimes you, you are making food for two people. You make the food like there are ten people in the house. Then when you finish eating, we can't do anything with the one that is left. And you too, you say that you are a proud man. You say, I don't eat food from yesterday. All my food has to be made fresh. I don't eat food from yesterday. So all the food that is left, it has to be thrown away. Then tomorrow, we have to make a fresh one. Yeah. Look, they have struggled though. They have really struggled, I tell you. Yeah. You see, so everything is going waste. Instead, sometimes even you are buying stuff. So buy what you need, not what you want. At least buy what you need first before we go to what you want. You start with what you want. By the time you get to there, till they do ping, 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 ping. They ask each again first. You are smiling. You are talking to the lady. Is it plastic? Oh, four plastic. My wife, when she's going through a plastic we bought many years ago, is the same plastic. The day she will go for shopping, she will tell the child, put it in the boot. Then they will put the, the plastic in there. Why is plastic? Oh, no plastic. Gastic. Yeah. Plastic, four. Tomatoes in one plastic. Lemon in one plastic. Onion in one plastic. Potatoes in one plastic. Please, I don't want them to touch each other. So she had for all of them. Block the waste in your life. Yeah, block yourself the unnecessary things. Then we are spending money on them. Then the necessary ones are just sitting there. Sometimes we have systems in our house. I mean, you are in the house. You bath once a day. I mean, you have not registered for bathing twice a day. I mean, we don't want to discuss that today. You are into bathing once a day. No matter the situation, you are committed to it. You are a member of that club and you are committed to it. So when you finish bathing in the morning, turn off the giza. Turn off the giza. Because the giza alone is big enough. So when you bath once, there's some water left for washing of hands throughout the day till the night. Two out. Say, oh no. Pastor, I don't know what time I will need hot water so I want the giza to be on. Whenever I need water, hot water on demand. Hot water on demand. Meanwhile, we know you, Pastor Speedway. We know them all. They, are, they have registered. They are lifetime members once a day. Bathing people. And a lot of ladies don't bath. Either they don't bath at all or they bath once a day. But when we say this thing, all the brothers look at us and say, oh, it's not true. Until you marry. Then you come to pastor and say, pastor, I didn't know. <laughs> Do you know why they bath when they are, they are young? Their parents always shout, go and bath, go and bath. Go. That's why they, it's not because they like bathing. Their parents shout, they are obedient to their parents. Now, when they are free from their parents, then they, it's independence, like freedom. So now they do what they like. Once a day, sometimes once every other day. Hmm? Hmm? I know a certain tribe that begins with one of the alphabets that crosses itself at one point like a T. Like T. You know, those alphabets that cross. T, F, X. There's a junction, there's an intercession here somewhere. They have a saying that Ntota Ainuki. Do you know them? You don't know them. Ntota Ainuki, which means a man doesn't smell. 
So you see a man, he's walking there one week, he has no bath. When you ask, he say, in total, I nook. I nook. He never nookies. Yeah, in total, never nookies. In total, is nooking full time, like a, a nuclear bomb. That is like a nuke. Boom. When you are walking with him, total, total lifts his hand like that. Then it will go boom. But they will tell you, in total, I nookie. Tell your neighbor, in total, I nookie. My beloved, block all the waste that is in your life. Yeah. Sometimes you are doing hairstyles that are not necessary. I'm telling you, hairstyles that are not necessary. Yeah, so Sunday we are coming to church for the first time. I'm going to do a special. Then you go and do a hairstyle 350 rands, 522 rands, 907 rands. Yeah. You go and do a hairstyle. That doesn't make much of a difference. Just do a simple hairstyle. Look, your birthday, you can do a hairstyle like Princess Diana. I mean, Valentine's Day, of course, this Sunday also. So, but. You couldn't do a hairstyle that, I mean, it doesn't change. You have done this hairstyle, you still don't have a beloved. Haven't you learned by now that it makes no difference? You come to church, you have done a hairstyle, 750 rands, then you give an offering, 10 rands. Yeah. Yeah. You go and cut a cheese cup for 150. I can cut it for you for free. In Zua, say amen. Yeah. Stop every waste. That is, look at the things practically and say, this thing's a waste, this thing's a waste, this thing's a waste. And stop it. Some of you can boil water in the kettle. You just want to make a cup of tea. And then you are boiling a full kettle of water. Then when it's hot, you see, you, you, you have made a thing, you are waiting, I'm coming to it. You are waiting for it, then it boils. So when it boils, it's taking a long time. So you go to the room. Then it finishes boiling. Then you forget. So by the time you come, oh, it has cooled down. Then you press again. Then you go three times, four times before you finally make the tea. Before you make, and you are just using, it's just a small part of it. Yeah, if your mother says, oh, what if I want to drink more? Because so, so to even spite your mother, you decide, let me drink a, a little, let me drink a second cup so that she can shut up. A full kettle. Now, don't you know, some of you, you say you are going to iron, you turn on the iron, then you go around, you are chatting, then the iron is on. Then you are chatting with her, you are answering a call. Oh, what are you doing? I'm ironing. Sorry, you are not ironing, you are chatting. You are wasting electricity. You are the two things, the three things that chow electricity. Number one, iron. Number two, kettle. Number three, geyser. And the stove. Chow the electricity like that. Sometimes you can even leave. Some of you, as you have come, your lights are on at home. Iron is on at home. When, when, you, when you go and look at the SCOM thing, you see it's going like a That's why every day you are angry with SCOM. The problem is not Eskom. Problem is you. Block every waste in your life. Look, folks, my time is up. My time is up. Maybe next week I'll continue. <laughs> I said I won't continue, but maybe next week I'll continue on this one. Stand to your feet and let's share a word of prayer. <laughs> wow. Lift your hands and just thank God for his wisdom that has come into your life his wisdom by even just this one key you will see that what you have has increased what you have has increased what you have has increased lift your voice and just thank him right now father we thank you we bless you we give you glory thank you for your word thank you for an opportunity to be together again and to fellowship in your words let holy spirit minister to us from the word that has been spoken to us today in the name of jesus in the name of jesus bring us understanding insight let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened that we will see lord we will see in the knowledge of you we will see the hope of your calling lord and your great power towards us which you wrought through christ jesus lord help us 
help us to advance our lives to improve our lives with this wisdom that comes from the serpent in the name of Jesus the wisdom of frugality not wasting what we have not wasting the opportunity we have not wasting the little that we have in the name of Jesus we give you praise Lord we give you glory in Jesus name Amen lift your hands and just give the Lord a wave wherever you are Father thank you for wisdom superior wisdom that has come to us in the name of Jesus Amen wonderful you may be seated for a second or two Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.